All right, it says we're live. You can double check that. I'm checking right now, or I can share. It is not showing up on my feed yet, but that don't mean anything. Did you tag me in it? No. Well, it's that, just going to start on well, that's my feed. Right. There we go. Boom. You don't give a crap about me. You don't look, tag me in look, nothing. Look at these legends. That might have been, though, the f- worst rendition yeah, of the horseman. Mongo. Yeah. Agreed. But oh, still. That, that still. was rough. I'll still take it though, sons. Anything Arn's in, sons. Very and underrated. Flair. But people forget they don't forget about Flair. They forget about Arn. How about he's reinvented himself with the hub? You keeping up at oh, all yeah, with yeah. the gun thing yeah. now? And he's a savage, but he he gets forgotten in wrestling lore. Well, that people will remember him like mid-range once you bring him up. So I'm gonna say this. Is there no flair as we know flair? Without Arn, I hundred percent. I don't. I don't think because he's it goes the same back. Flair. It goes back to what I said the other day. Every face with the place has got to have a number two doing the dirty work. One hundred percent. He's making shit happen. He don't get all the credit, but he's making stuff happen where the number one can be the number one. Oh, and the number and two the, get dirty. And the key to the number two is is being confident and secure enough in being the number two. Oh, absolutely. Because you see a lot of spiteful numbers. Right. Teams. They want to be number one. And they then, ain't got what it's like. No offense to Arn. Sure. But he couldn't have been the number one. No, but I think he, he knew that. Right. Though, which right. makes him he was a the number one, number two. Right. Yes. Because you can be a number two and put yourself in number 10. Yeah. Because if you try to be the one, I heard Vanderschuk say one time, he said, Would you rather be the number one of some mid range company or number two at Facebook? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, you got to know your spot. Oh, there's old uh, Brian Bell in the house. Brian Bell was at the show last week, the wrestling show. First time, legend. We got something going on with the camera. Oh, Lord, we done lost it. Are we going to get Brooke up here? No. That's not the camera that we want. Linda's in here. Hang on, son. This is not the the camera we want. Boom. Oh, Uncle Randy's there. All Randy, all, all the time. This is what happens. Perfect example of a number two right here. We ain't got Brooke up here. No. She ain't up here doing nothing, and we can tell. It's it's obvious. Look what, look what I'm doing. Did you did you think blowing on it's going to do something? Yeah, what? That's your answer. You remember the Nintendo? It didn't. No, not yet. Blow, are, are you? Yeah, I'm trying to swap back to. It's not even in the. Oh man, the load. People are just falling apart right now. That's good. The gnashing of the teeth. Women are wailing right now, crying. But it's not enough. Don't get me wrong. The accents are sexy. The voices are like angels. But the fact that they can't see anything. Well, they can see me, right? And they can see your paper with all the questions. We don't need them to see. They won't need them to see the format. I haven't even seen the format. Looking at it. So, all right, I'm gonna have to play with this for a second. I'm gonna turn her to you. All right, well, just turn her. Say hello. What's up, folks? I am here live and in color. Unc right now is working on it. So, what I'm gonna do is ask you to take your Bibles right now, and I want you to turn. No, just kidding. (laughs) So, give you a little example about what we're gonna be talking about tonight. I don't even know what we're gonna be talking about tonight. We haven't. <clears throat> went over one topic, one discussion, one anything, 
All we know is, is when Brooke doesn't get the cameras running, the cameras don't run. There is no Uncle Randy without Hot Mama Brooke. That's just how it runs. Behind every great man is a better woman. A better woman. And we suck at it. And as the the people tune in right now, the masses tune in, we're going to figure this out because, hey, only the highest quality podcast here, the highest quality cameras, highest quality technology, and sometimes the highest quality technology doesn't doesn't. realize that i agree i agree with that 100%. they don't understand the greatness that is arn anderson because behind every great number one there's there's a better number two yeah, who the, who takes pride in the fact that they make the number one that's the, the point i was trying to, yes that, you nailed it right there is their objective which is what makes them a good two is shining the one yes not trying to take heat right. from the one. Because they, no. the second you try to take the one's heat as the number two, you move to the number Because thousand. they know their role. Oh, yeah. They know their role. But that's how you get booted. So, is that a collector's <laughs> edition fireball, it oh, says? Yeah. Only the best. I, I you wanna, know what? Hey, hey, it's been one of those days. I'm going right here with you, well, Toast, to start the night. I want to let you try this one. Oh, the fake fireball. No, this, this that is... That you were really seem to be into. It's a different ver- It's a different take on fireball. Look at the name of it, though. It's the devil's devil. <laughs> it, it, it is fire. It's the same. Somebody price. just said this show's in number two. <laughs> that's that's Patrick Doodoo Motherway. Well, that's Muddy Doodoo. We've been called worse. Muddy has has been my buddy since high school days, sons. He knows. He loves the number two. Hell, he likes to get fingered in his rear end, sons, and that, he doesn't make any bones. That's about okay. That. Cheers. Cheers. So how do you feel about the comparison? A little more spice. Yes, agreed. A little more heat. Not much, but a little more bite. Yeah, it, it's it, like, you know the little bitty, small little cinnamon candies? Yes. Yeah, the little cinnamon discs. Right. Instead of eating one, it's like you pop the whole thing in your mouth. And yeah. there was that first initial bite, but I, I'm for it. Well, what I what I think is different about it is it's like an unfiltered. It's like a beer, you know, the right. ones that have the sediment. Yeah. It's not as clear, right? It's that kind of freaks me out a little bit, I'm not going to lie. 
But yeah, it's uh, it's serviceable in a pinch for sure. I think next show I'll go buy some Golden Slogger mm. and we'll compare the three. Fireball, Devil's Devil, there is no and some Golden Slogger. The old Gold Slogger, sons. That'll hurt you. Yeah. All right. So first thing that I wanted to hit, because uh, we got to touch on it. So last time you guys saw us, by the way, I'm Uncle Randy. That is Gary Lamb. You know this. Um you can call us, write this down, write that down, whatever you want to call it. You're, you're going to learn from us is the thing. We're, gonna, we're here to teach you. We're not going to coddle you. Listen, you son, I told you, sons of bitch, when you send questions in, because there's a couple tonight where I'm like, I don't think you want to hear the real answer, but we're going to give you the Probably real not. answer. So and we're going to preface this as saying I'm in a mood tonight. There is in a I mood. don't even know why I'm in the mood. I don't know if it's PMS, Absolutely, what no it reason. is. I'm just in a mood, and I'm, I'm just ready to rip somebody's ass. And uh, go at it. Maybe even punch somebody. And so now we're drinking liquor. Yeah. And the wife, I don't think she is tuned in yet, which is good because if she sees that there's liquor drinking going on, she's yeah, going to know she'll she has to come get me. She'll be loving. She'll be loving it. She she's all right. She's good. She so, knows it's a rarity. So how did? Uh, so what were your thoughts on the the wife episode? That's what I've got to touch on. So I got a lot of feedback. I want to see. We haven't talked like our true feelings about it. Uh, for one, because our wives have been around, so we don't want to, you know, get too much smoke or get their heads too big. Right. How we felt about right. it. Right. Um, so you want to go first? You want me to go first? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm glad they're not here tonight. Yes. I feel like they took the shine off of us. Oh, they they definitely did. They, they I, and and that's the ego in me. I don't want to play second fiddle. Not even to my wife, who... It, it, she's better than me. I understand that. And I don't want to play second fiddle to her. Bottom line. I mean, they're definitely more attractive than us. And more that immediately puts us in the, the shit right. seat. Like, yeah, I looked a couple at times us a couple little, times, and, yeah. and I was like, we're a couple of D-bags. Yeah. Like, just sunk down. Let's give them their own shit. Right. And they were a lot more show. witty than us sometimes. And I thought their answers were more thoughtful. Oh, way sweeter. Um, way nicer. I, I just didn't like the uh, the, uh, the, the uplifting. <laughs> the, the uplifting, the encouraging <laughs> of it. Um, it was just, I, I, so I love her and, you know, maybe her and Brooke need to do a podcast once could. a quarter. They were, they were know? excellent. Uh, I mean, people, the feedback I got, which is funny because I got it from all women, no dudes have right. come up with the, with the, I, and I know a bunch watched, yes. so none of them have had the stones yet to come up and be like, you know what? I like that episode. The women loved it though. Of course they, like, they did. That was fucking awesome to get to see their perspective. The women and, need some women. They do. That are going to keep it real. Yeah, for sure. Not sugarcoat that shit. Yeah. I and also agree. not just be a bitch to be a bitch. Yeah. So. So, I mean, they obviously both have very, what I thought about it when I listened back is they both have fantastic like radio voices. Yes. Both of them. They yes. sound great on audio. Yes. Which is a big part of it. And for video smoking bodies. Yeah. And Boom. so, I mean, we're totally fucked in comparison. So I agree. That actually is a perfect segue. You know what? They need to. Be better number twos. That's right. They're, they're taking our shine. Right. Old Patrick. <sighs> In case the sound goes out. The sound never went out, sons. I was troubleshooting. See, here's the it problem with a guy IT like Patrick. He's kind of funny. <laughs> he but if you acknowledge Patrick, it's like oh. throwing gasoline on a fire, like right now. Yeah. He's just going to keep on all night, so there'll be no more acknowledging of Patrick. Yes. And, you know. Well, let me, I just want to exclaim on your story because you nailed it. So he is a guy that cut his middle finger off intentionally at the stub so he would have a story. He didn't really do it on purpose, but it's he awesome. loves it. He steers into it. He's got yeah. the nub, 
And guys with small I mean, penises listen, do that type people stuff. Have, they take over high, that hijack podcast. They cut their fingers off where they can give the shocker yes. a whole lot better. There has been talk that he did it on, intentionally. So I'm saying. Just to have a story. You know, people in the background, they talk. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that shit's real. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. All right. So I had a couple people uh, reach out to me with questions about gas prices. And Ooh. I didn't want to just read the gas. So I just wanted to let's just talk about it. Like, what are your thoughts? How how are you feeling? How's it hitting the old pocketbook? You drive the old big dick truck, sons. We do. We do. How's that? Co- so, and the, the, the fucking race car. So you so got two gas guzzlers. I have two thoughts on it. First is, I think it's horse shit. I think that you get what you voted for. And while I know gas prices are not a direct correlation to our president, um, the policies and politics involved in that. So you got what you wanted. Obviously, I don't like the higher gas prices. Um, I don't enjoy the higher gas prices, but I will say this. It's funny as hell to me. Everyone's out there posting, living my best life now, getting my hustle on, going for it. And gas goes up $1.50, and all of a sudden they're broke as shit and can't afford gas. I thought you were living your best life and hustling. For sure. So if you can't afford the gas, stay off the road. Now, that doesn't mean I like throwing $100 in in the Ram every time. But here's the reality. If I got to go somewhere, I'm going somewhere. And I'm not worried about the price. It is what it is. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. What chaps my ass about the whole thing is the fact that I think it's another bam. It it took me getting older, jaded, kicked in the dick by life. Yes. To become this pessimistic son of a bitch that I am. But I just don't trust anybody, right? So that... It's all fuckery. I think they're steamrolling straight yes. horse shit because, of course, they make it immediate and blame Putin. Yeah. Like these gas prices right. weren't, weren't traject, you know, yeah. on a trajectory to be ridiculous right. before this right. invasion horse The shit. COVID thing had run its course, and it won't keep us inside and keep us from being social. So let's jack up gas prices and let's keep the common man down. And blame Putin. And let's blame, let's blame Russia. Yeah. You know, let's go back to the 80s, mm-hmm. and uh, my son has got into Rocky, mm. and Rocky Four was on the other day, and I forgot how much we hated Russia that back in the day, man. Shit. It was some serious shit. And um, so, you know, let's let's blame him. Let's put the little girl from Ukraine in the window, sucking a lollipop while she holds a gun. Looks yeah. like she was, you know, had that picture taken in Los Angeles, oh, yeah. and, um, you know, or Chicago, and, um, you know, let's say she's a little girl in Ukraine, and let's... Spin the media narrative, and um, while I don't think I don't support Russia, sure. Here's the deal: I don't support Ukraine either. Let's not act like they're innocent. Sure. Well, I, what I don't like is no one asked me, right? But Biden speaks for me and yes. says the American people have decided we will support these. Like, when did I get asked? Right. Because it's my tax dollars. Right. Like, give me a fucking yeah little piece to to say like yeah. You know what? I say let them air their fucking grievances. And yeah. uh, figure their shit Let out. Them figure, well, we don't have to go to everybody's defense. Uh, no, I mean, they don't. you don't see this shit on the world news with yeah. somebody saying, where is Australia in helping us? No, right. they say, where's America? Yeah, and you know, and this is not going to be popular opinion, but I'm going to say it. I don't pretend to be an expert in politics, and I don't play one on television. But everyone's talking about Putin trying to rebuild his thing. Here's the deal. If I was president, sons, first thing I would do, First day in office, I'm taking over Canada. That's, <laughs> sure. that's bottom line. 
Second thing I'm doing the second day, we're taking over Mexico. <laughs> like, I'm expanding my, my ground. That's what you did back in the day when you were the leader of a country. You expanded your kingdom. Sure. You expanded it. Rome expanded. And we're going to take it all over. Because here's the you can't beat us. Yeah. And that's just the bottom line. I mean, I think like tit for tat as far as like heavy armory goes, Russia's probably they're one of our biggest like they're going to be close to us as far as you know capabilities right. nuclear wise. The only difference though, and this isn't like I don't want people to spin this either because I'm not a, a Putin guy, right? Like I think Putin is kind of a savage. I mean, the way he put himself in office and yeah, just I mean that's right. savage. I'm not yeah. saying that's good, but it's savage. He's, he's savage. He took it, you right? Know, which. Take that for what it's worth. But, uh, you know, our president now isn't going to say shit to Putin. No. Not, he ain't going to say shit. He might I thought it was, to, if they talk face-to-face, he'd be like, hey, man, we're cool. Yeah. I think it was funny how Putin never did this when, you know, the last president I don't, sure. was in office. Yeah. Well, because he would, he, would, he would do like you just did with Patrick. Yeah. He would say, I won't acknowledge the guy from Russia. Right. I'm not even going to say the, the guy yeah. from Russia's name. Yeah. That's what old Trump tits would have said. He'd right. been like, who are you talking about? But Putin wouldn't have done it anyway. He knew better. Because he knew oh. Trump was just crazy enough. Oh, he'll hit you back. To blow the Kremlin off the face of the earth. Oh. And he didn't know if he wanted that. And he'll at least bargain with you and play poker right. with you. To where you're wondering. Right, your right. About when I love that video strike. of them shaking hands for the first time. Have you ever oh, seen yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Trump just jerks his ass over. Like. Fucking, oh, dude. I mean, it just kills me. I, the whole thing. I, I, I don't want any... Innocence, like I hate the casualties. I do too. That's horse shit, and that's that's being bullies and shit like that. But unfortunately, it's war. <sighs> but it's also that's war. The world. I mean, I'm not trying it's the to, world. It's that's war. Yeah, and There's so always been war, right? And there always will, and there be. always will be war. I just don't see why. Like, what kills me, right? So we're members of NATO. Um, Ukraine is not right. They are allies of NATO, but they're not members. Right. So NATO is telling them a lot of shit, like, hey, bro. You're in the club, like, hey, man, right? Chill that's out. your battle. Like, hey, I mean, we'll help you and shit. And who's an making sure they don't become part of NATO? But, but they're like, look, you're not uh, exclusive. That's right. Your fault. You chose not to be. But the way that they can just demand, like, you know, hey, send us ships, America. Yeah, you're forgetting. I'm like, the fuck, you talking to, bro? We got our own problems. Right. We got fucking real problems in this motherfucker. We don't believe shit our government says anymore. We had a fart goblin Fauci leading our country yeah. for two years. Where's he been? He dropped off the earth. He's gone. COVID's gone. War breaks. Who knew the cure to COVID was war? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, we got a question about that. It's actually interesting coming up, too. But So, yeah, that's my thing on gas prices. Listen, it'll fix itself. They've been high before. I haven't seen, not this high in fucking forever. It's ridiculous. Um, But the the market will self-correct. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. But you, you... it, absolutely. When people say their votes don't matter, you vote for what you get. Right. So you can have mean orange guy. Right. That that upset you, but you got low gas prices. Listen, here's the deal. I love the environment. I love to go hiking. I love scenery. One of my bucket list things is a cruise to Alaska. I say drilling. I don't give two shits. I drain that bitch dry if <laughs> I, I was the president. Everywhere. As beautiful as it is, I'm taking all the oil out. Oh, absolutely. Bottom line. It can be a desert wasteland when I'm done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, it's Alaska. Dude, open it Who up. cares? Yeah, we got to come. So we lose some humpback welds and some polar bears. It yeah. is what it is. I know. But they know, this is how dumb our, our political leaders know that we are. Not just that they think we are. They know we are. They know we're so dumb that we see that 
we import 10% of our oil from Russia. Right. So this breaks out. Gas prices go up, though, 30%. That, that 30 doesn't match that 10, but we're, it doesn't matter. Right. Because you told us right. that it's because of them, and we believe you. That's how dumb we are. Yeah. Just, and even though that, that oil we already had over here was already bought. <laughs> so. Oh, it's a nightmare. But gas prices suck, but it is what it is. So. All right, so have you been keeping up with the? Do you even know the Juicy Smouye thing? A little bit. So you know I who saw that he, yes, of course. Did he just get sentenced? Yes. He yeah. got sentenced to five months in jail. Yeah, and, and I uh, saw him give some passionate speech about, like, I just wanted to whoop his ass. Dude, and the, the fucking judge lit his ass Yeah, up. and how is that not front page news? Because, you know, oh yeah, it can't be. Well, he got out today. Oh, did After he? After five days. Oh, really? Why? The, the, the hoopla, the outrage of him being in jail, despite the fact that he fucking just lied and created more, you know, racial divide in this country, which we don't right. need. Right. Isn't it funny he created racial ra- With racial divide, yet no one's acknowledging that? I know. And that's the th- bull that the judge did when he said to him. He's like, what you did is fucking terrible. You cost all these resources and dollars because they were investigating it. You made it all up. Oh, John Little says his attacker got released today. No, so did Juicy. Oh, did he? So yeah, they both got attacked. There's video of Juicy walking out today. Uh-huh. Even, uh Look at him. And even well, the attacker probably should have got released because he was paid to do it. Dude, <laughs> you know what I mean? He was, he was just a paid a buddy out. He was paid to attack. Yeah, he was like, you want me to beat your ass? Yeah, remember when Springer did that oh, and yeah. beat himself up in the bathroom? 100%. At the airport. <laughs> but it just blows my mind, this guy, right, that he's that entitled uh, and then we let him out. And dude, it's just a bitch when he gave a speech. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just a bitch. Entitled. How he was innocent. Bitch, you're not innocent. See, he got bonded out pending appeal. Gotcha. So he got sentenced to five months. And once you get sentenced, like, I don't know. He's he's definitely got the celeb trick. But, and he told the judge when the judge said, you're starting your jail sentence now. He was like, I'm not suicidal. Yeah. I want you to well, know that. Because yeah, he happens, thought everyone was, yeah, because he, he, they're going to stage his death. Because he's Epstein. You know, I want to say that. Right. Now, you're going to, you might get killed in there. But right. You know, fuck that. Over Good. and over. He's not so. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? It took me a few minutes to realize exactly what he was saying. Yeah. And uh, Terminator's right. Not just racial, but uh, homosexual divide. Right. Yeah. Because, of course, you throw that in there. Right, of course you have the to. The gay and the black. And, right. And they insult both of them. Right. These mysterious attackers that right. were pro-Trump. Yes. We're like, hey, you're gay and black. Yeah. Oh, here's Trump, son. Yeah. Of course. You know, that's, it was that's so over the top. So horseshit. But dude. yet, everybody's quiet. And you tell me, when's the time you've ever seen anyone beat anyone's ass and then throw some props on them? Like, <laughs> a, like a noose. Right. After the ass right. whooping, they're like, yeah. here, now wear this shit. By the way. Yeah. No. I just happened to have this you, in my pocket. People would just kick the shit out of you right. and run away. And run away. Or take as your fast fucking as you can. And you wouldn't just have a little scratch here. No. He didn't no. even take a good ass whooping. No, he's fucking terrible. I hate that guy, dude. Yeah. I don't like I don't like to hate people, but he's so And he full will be right back on television in no time. Oh, That's the liberal agenda in our country. That is rough. Write that down, sons. Yeah. And people have been like and it's all hot. no no real average American, because you know what? I did three days over a boating ticket. Yeah. A boating ticket. Well, Rick did 75 days, it says here, right, for getting home three minutes late. <laughs> 75 days. He was just home three minutes late. <laughs> I don't know the story behind that. Oh, I think dude. I do know the story now that I remember it, but who knows? 75 days for three minutes. 
And that's just it. That's it. Only that. <sighs> so fuck. Yeah, juicy. Hilarious. All right. We got to hit this one. Let's do it. The goat coming back. On retiring. Was anybody surprised? Well, I'm not, because I say your first retirement's always bullshit. It's right. a business move. Right. You always leave them wanting more. Yeah. Brett Favre was the master of it. He yeah. retired 78 right. times. I like how Christine's calling her dad out right now. No, it was for probation <laughs> violation. It's why you did 75 days. He did his own version of 75 hard. Yeah. Right? There's, Rick was doing 75 hard before it was mainstream. Oh, yeah. Um, the goat was coming back. I think the goat went home. Saw what it was like to be a normal dad, and the kids were running around. For and they, a week. And he's like, fuck this. I'd rather get hit by linebackers. And I'm still, going back. I still got some in the tank. Yeah, I still got some. And he's not like, he's not, it's not like he was declining. He's no. still good. Yeah, I think. There's a difference. He had to come back. I think he, and I think there was a power move there. I think he thought he could manipulate to get to San Francisco and then when they, he saw they weren't going to do it. Yeah, Bucks weren't going to let him He's go. back. Yeah. I think he talked and, to Gronk. And yeah. now he's back. Pissed. Oh, he is pissed. He wants pissed because now he can't. He can't look his kids in the face and be like, "Oh God, you guys are nightmares." I got to play again. Yeah, and come back and be shitty. Yeah, he's got to be like, "How many? How many? Because I'm on a mission. How many has he got? How many rings? He's got six. He's been to ten. Yeah, so I think six and ten, which is unfucking. Or is it seven and ten? I think it was. He's six and eleven. I think this was his eleventh, and he he lost it. Yeah. Or this would have been right. He went, um, and I still think the wrong teams went. He should have went this year. Right. It's just unbelievable. But either way, dude, I've never been the biggest like Brady guy because I've never thought that tools wise that he's the greatest. Yeah, that. But it's not about being the greatest. Well, he surpassed so far. Like when he just had a few, I was like, yeah. he's still not the goat. Right. It's better than him. Right. Then when he had five. I mean, six. if we're gonna go, to, let's so let's change it for a minute. Tool wise. No championships, no wins, tool wise. I'm gonna throw a I'm gonna throw a name out there. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let you throw your name out first. Oh, I mean, if it's strictly tools and I'm building them and I and I I'm not talking about winning desire. No. I'm not talking about any of that. Physical tools. Physical tools. I'm going Michael Vick. If I had to build him. Now, if I could put a different up here in him mm-hmm. and all that, just mm-hmm. by the tools, because Vic could throw at 80. Mm-hmm. I'm going Dan Marino. Was there a more There's not a more pure perfect passer. Specimen of a quarterback. No. Size, pocket passer, pro style offense, throwing the ball per than Dan Marino. When he came but in. he didn't have it. Yeah. He didn't have it. Yeah. Well, he also didn't have an organization that would give him shit. True. Like he was he was all he ate all the money. But what I liked about Marino is he's like, I'm cool with that because I'm not taking a pay cut, bitch. Right. I want 38% of our team salary cap for me. Yeah. You know, Brady well, Ryan and, Bell says he has seven. All right, well, that Seven. <sighs> you got rings on all these fingers right here. Him and, him and uh, Saban, man, you can say what you want, but there's a point where you've got to You know what? Say. It is seven. It's one more than Jordan. So it was seven. All right. I mean, six, seven, dude. What's the difference? Rare, right. fucking rarefied air. It's never going to be done again. I mean, shit, if he gets eight... Now he has to, well, you got to get 10. Right. If you get eight. You might as well just, you, what, if it, what if the next three years? Dude, I mean, it doesn't look like he's bad. Uh, Peyton, Peyton did have the tools, uh, but even for the Mannings, I don't think Peyton was the most gifted. I think Archie, the dad, was the best athlete yeah. of all of them. And really Cooper was, but his career got ended in And college. Eli was the winner. He had the this. Oh, yeah. He just had the design. He had the Favre in him. He had the Brady in him. 
Eli was just a winner. Yeah. Peyton was just such a student of right. the game. Mentally, he willed over his physical. Yeah, I did. I don't think that he had that. That obviously he was a winner, mm-hmm. but I don't think he had that. He didn't have that. He didn't have that Jordan in him. He didn't have that Brady in him. He just didn't. He didn't have that Kobe in him. He had the. He, you know, he just he didn't have that desire in him. No, dude. I still though, if I'm going physical tools, I'm going Michael Vick, dude. If you just just because you, you can throw him all far, fast? he couldn't hit a running back. I mean, and he couldn't I, hit a receiver to save his how life. How fast he was, yeah, dude. Yeah, put him a running back. I mean, maybe you do that. But tools, actually, if I'm building my quarterback. I'm jacked about the Falcons, all the rumors about Deshaun Watson. They're saying that could get announced tonight. Yeah, that means bye-bye to uh, Matty Ice. Well, I'm sure Matt Ryan's probably part of the trade. Dude, you couldn't pay me. I mean, you could pay me. I'm lying. But Atlanta would be the last place I want to play football right. in the NFL. Yes. It's the last team. Well, I'd no, play, Detroit. I'd play in Cleveland. Detroit's number one. It'd be the those two. Right. Detroit, and Jacksonville. I'd probably play in Jacksonville. At least you got a beach. And Yeah, at least it's nice. Right. You know, the weather's nice. Right. You go to De- that's definitely a fucking... You go to Detroit and it's cold. And right. Sucks. A shitty dome. Right. Atlanta, though, just... Dude, it just sucks to play football here. There, it, Arthur Blank, man. Dude, that's just crazy. It's he said, he says he's getting Deshaun Watson. And, you know, I, here's the deal. I'm not even a huge Deshaun fan. But he's a local boy. But show me... I, I just like the fact that let's shake it up and do something. So I like it. I just know he's going to be motivated. And he's 27. Because he's, he's paying out $100 million to bitches that got Woo! suits against him. So he's going to need to get money. Wasn't even, enough, no, wasn't even enough evidence to convict him. No, poor, Take him to trial. Poor Bassett. He just fucked too many chicks. Right. When you're that rich and hype, you Dude, can't fuck bitches. He was just fucking bitches like but crazy. And all of a sudden, one started saying it, and they all came out. And we're going to kind of touch on this in a minute. but Fucking bitches? No, that... If I'm coaching these athletes, yes, I'm like you can't fuck bitches. Don't fuck bitches. Wait till you retire, right? Right. It just I know you want to. Or if you're, I, I think if you're gonna do it, do it like Jeter. It, have NDAs. Like have them sign NDAs. I, I literally, I didn't even know Jeter did that. That was the next Je- words Jeter out of my mouth. That. I'd be like, here's an NDA. I Jeter need, did it. I did not know that, but that was literally the next That's words why out of the my captain mouth. Captain never had one sexual, t- and he was in New York City. Yep. For 20 years, never had one sexual claim because every chick he talked to had to sign in. Yeah, I don't blame him. I would too. <laughs> dude, it's the safest way to do right. it. Right. Incredible. All right, dude. I mean, I didn't know that Deshaun, uh, that that rumor had, had led to No, they're to saying, it. they're reporting when I got here that tonight it could be announced. That could be big. It's down he to can the move. It's down, it's down to the Saints and the Falcons. Well, they both well, they both need him. They both, both need him. him, and he's twenty seven. Oh, how many? Days like he's young. Baby? It's a no brainer. But Matt Ryan, what happens with him? Where do you well, I think he's him? part of the trade. Oh, so he would go to. They would have, surely. The, I mean, he's got a couple. If he could just get an offensive line, Matt's just been he's hit so he's much, solid. Man. He's definitely. I mean, you know what you're going to get. You got a good solid yeah, fucking he, Pro Bowl quarterback, but he's just been hit too fucking much. All right, so well, that's. I'm just going to go into this question. Um, since we got into that, uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, so have you heard about, you know, Chris Brown, right? The rapper? Uh, yes. I haven't heard nothing about him though. So if you're fixing to enlighten me, enlighten me. So, you, you know, he, he, he slapped Rihanna a long time ago. Day. Yeah. So he had a, a recent, a suit come against him. A girl, uh, said that, uh, he raped her, right? Oh, how recent? Real recent. Oh, I like, did not know that at all. Within like the last couple months. So, right. 
he's of course steadfastly denying it and sticking up for himself. And uh, but he dropped a fucking bombshell the other day. He released after he talked to his attorneys. He released the text messages from the girl from after they had sex, where she was like, "You're the best dick I've ever had." Uh, please, you know, hey, I just want to do it again. Like, I'm, I, mean, I know it's not exclusive. Like, she said all the things. Right. Proving that it good was... Good for him. That it was I'm not. good for him for dropping it. Oh, dude. Because here's the here's my problem, and I and I want to be real careful sure. how I word this, just like the Deshaun Watson thing. I'm not saying the dude's innocent. I heard everybody, we can, we're going to get a rapist. Ball. But all you got to do nowadays is make an accusation. That's as damaging and, as and, whether and, you're guilty and, or not. It, we are no longer innocent until proven guilty in this no, country. It's the other way around. And it's ridiculous. So good for him to be like, you're not going to run me through the mud. Yeah. You know Agreed. what I mean? Let me just drop this. So my question to you is, and I've spoke to this before on Married Ed, this is where I get in trouble. Uh, what do you think the penalty should be for when somebody does that? Like brings a false rape accusation, files charges, uh, tries to sue you. I tell you uh, what, which I, I don't know that this is fair, but I tell you what would end it. Mm-hmm. The same charge for what you're accusing them That's of. What I've always said if you if we go to trial and my life is on the line, right. over rape, like you're essentially trying to end my life, right, over some shit that never happened, then your life should right. be ended. You should, and that would stop. Remember the girl a few years ago, the guy a few years ago, they got released after like 20 years, big college athlete. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. The Brian guy. That, he ended up trying to walk on to the foul. Yeah. It ruined his whole career. R- ruined his whole life. Yeah. Oh, his whole, for sure. His whole life. Because she didn't want her parents to know she slept with a black guy. Oh, absolutely. Get the In the hallway. Out of here. In the school. Right. Which, dude, that, 100%. So, Chris Brown, who I know nothing about him other than that he was the guy that beat up Rihanna. But in this instance, here, with that kind of evidence... See, that's a guy that's learned, right? Right. He's like, I'm saving these. <laughs> right. I ain't getting rid of this yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm keeping it. And so she immediately had to drop, you know, the chart. Like, it's... Yeah, good for him. I think she was just going after him She civilly, was going for some criminally. money. Right. She just wanted money. But, you know, I mean, you should have to pay rest too or something. Right. I mean, you can't just throw those things out there that are absolutely blatantly... No, it's just it's horse shit nowadays. But, yeah, so good for him on that. All right, so this is actually the sub, like the kind of main topic I wanted to hit on uh, tonight because people had asked about it. And uh, I want to hear your takes. I feel like you're going to, uh, you're going to shit all over it. Let's go. So, work life balance. Yes. Because we talked about, you know, starting over, yes. hustling, grinding. Yes. But how important is the work life balance part? Um, I think in some, in both ways, it's overrated. Okay. So, um, I think for the longest time, we had people sacrificing their families on the altar of work. Mm -hmm. And now I think we live in a day and time where people are sacrificing work on the altar of family. Mm -hmm. And it's taken a swing the other way. Um, Ecclesiastes says there's a time for everything. And so there's a time for everything. There's Come April, I've got three festivals. Mm Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's not going to be any balance in my life between work and family. Yeah. But guess what? The last three months, it's been family. And I wasn't having to work nonstop. So I think you have got to learn when and where you can do those things. My life, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you're a hustler, isn't 9 to 5 and I can come 5.30 and give my family sure. all the time. But there's sometimes, at the spur of the moment, I can look at the wife and say, let's go to Universal, grab the kids, and let's go. Hey, yes. find something on the beach, we're gone. 
Um, so there's pros and there's cons to everything. So, um, but if you're trying to figure out some formula for family work balance, you're mm-hmm. never going to have it. Bubba, for example, um, he's going into his busy season. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He's going to be washing cars from sun up to sundown. No, he's not just doing cars anymore. So he's doing food trucks. Right? Yeah, doing everything. Yeah, he was doing custom, an old vintage car today. But but the point is, there's also going to be times he's going to have to be disciplined, put money back because in the winter you're not going to have that much. You're going to have more time for the family. Sure. So there's just an ebb and flow to everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that you and your spouse need to be in communication about that. Yeah. And. Make sure you're keeping each other accountable to that. But to say there's some calculated formula on that, it's just not possible. Yeah, and see, I look and I look at that question different. Like, I, yours is absolutely right. Like you, you're thinking like your your direct family, right? And when I do it, I think like life enjoyment, like right. friends, right. And doing things that yeah. aren't work related before I, which is, makes me obviously a sack of shit. Cause I don't even think to the family. <laughs> I was thinking like, you know, your hobbies and enjoy yeah. doing anything for you and enjoying yourself right. sometimes. Cause I do know people that work there. They work so many things like they're, they're hus- hustling in every way and they never have a second. And dude, we could drop dead. Right now. You could, I, but I think different people are wired in different ways. So, for example, me. Sure. I enjoy hustling. So, hustling is my hobby. Even when I, you don't enjoy it? Like, when you get all, like, yeah, antsy and Yeah, shit even when it. I don't enjoy it. I, <laughs> I, I don't, and I'm not shitting on this sure, at all, but sure. I'm not, I'm not going to go play softball. I don't want to go hunt. I'm not going fishing. I'm not going to play golf. <laughs> I don't enjoy those things. Yeah. So... I tell people all the time, I had a guy call me about wrestling the other day, and I said, wrestling's my version of golf and hunting. Some guys go hunt and golf. Yeah. I run a wrestling promotion. Sure. It's a release for me. It's a hobby for me. It really I, and is. And luckily, I get to make a little bit of money at it. Yeah. And so that works out really well. But for me, I enjoy that stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I, now, that being said, I enjoy... So for me, the only thing I enjoy recreationally... Yeah. I enjoy my family all the time. Yeah, like I enjoy watching TV mm-hmm. shows. My, but I enjoy going to the beach, planting my ass in the sand, and yeah. doing nothing. Sure, that that's what I enjoy. I enjoy going hiking. I enjoy those things. But I'm I've never been the guy that's like every Tuesday I go do this with the guys. Yeah, Thursday, and I, and I'm not shitting on that at all. That's just not who I am. Well, no, and everybody's different with that. I mean, right. but the way you described it, your version of going and playing golf is your wrestling. Right, yeah. And it's just, you're good enough at it to where it's almost like that's when you can cut off. Yeah, I love it. And and, so, and I love starting things. And I love, hobby to me is sitting around and talking to guys starting business. I just had a group call me today in a couple of weeks. I, I can't remember when it is, in April. Mm-hmm. Want me to come down to some kind of round table. Yeah. And I don't know that I haven't even talked to Christine about it. So, I mean, like, I don't even know, I haven't even looked at the calendar to see when yeah. it is. You know what I mean? I've got so many festivals out there, but I, I, that, that's a, that would be fun in a hobby. The guy's like, what would you charge me? I said, I wouldn't charge you anything. Yeah. Like, I just want to come down and do it. Sounds fun, sure. man. Yeah. Let's talk shop. Yeah. So, I, so I, you know, like Christine, just be here. Capitalize when you have the opportunity because it's ever-changing. It, it's not To me, it's also not about the quantity of time. Yes. And that sounds cliche, but it's about the quality of time. Sure. So... I can spend an hour with my family that's quality. Yeah. And that overstates the dad who's over there who was home for four hours 
but he was on his phone the whole time, sure. watching sports the whole time, not even acknowledging the kids the whole time. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, but I mean, I think when it comes to like your your spouse, right, That this is something you've got to know and cover early, you know, for it to work, right? Right. Like you've got to be on the same page about yes. like, you know, when you're hustling and that's what you're going to do, you know, you've got to have that uh, buy-in or support from them. If you're just, you know, going to always be going full throttle. Yeah, I'm blessed in that area. And Christine is great at that. But I'm blessed in that from the simple fact that she doesn't know any different when it comes to me. Yeah. It's not like I had a nine to five job and I came to her Mm -hmm. three years in and said, hey, now I want to go do this. Yes. So, I mean, she only knows me with the crazy, insane, never know what's going to happen schedule. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. I mean, uh, my answer, uh, you know, is is, that's going to be an individual thing, you know, based on who your spouse is, what you guys, what your arrangement's like, whether you're happy or not. And because a big part of it, listen, if you want to be happy, your your spouse, it's not, you you know, you say it all the time. It's not your job to make your spouse happy. But if, if all of a sudden your routine has changed and you go from working nine to five for 20 years and then you decide, I'm going to be working, you know, from noon till nine because I'm right. going to be working on a side thing that I'm, you know, it's, it's going to take some talking yeah. and, uh, you know, well, and I think, I'll there. give you another example too. I think it's also learning to forecast and predict. So for example, we're literally as busy as we've ever been with t-shirts right now. Matter of fact, to the point that dare I say, we're busier than we want to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we talked about starting to ad- get, try to even drum up more work. Mm-hmm. And we had the realization that basically we're about two months away from summer. When summer hits, Christine's not going to want to be in there every day. Yeah. She's going to want to be home with the kids at the pool doing stuff. Yeah. And so learning to forecast. And so now I know, okay, let's, let's scale back a little bit in the summer. Mm-hmm. As summer starts to roll around, starts to end, I'll ramp it up for the fall again. Yeah. So it's it's learning the lifestyle we want to live. Mm-hmm. She wants to be home with the kids. Or that doesn't mean she's not going to work. Sure, but she doesn't want to be down there five days a week. Nah. Why? Why the kids are when she, the kids want to go to the pool. Yeah. So it's learn. That's the benefit of working for yourself. You can learn when to ramp up your hustles and when to ramp them down. And there's no fucking harder job than that. Listen, my mom was was a stay at home mom. That's the worst fucking job on earth. Right, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Do it. Tom Brady name. couldn't do it. That's why he's back Tom in the Brady NFL. Can do it for a week. So no, exactly. And he's, he's like, and he's, he's like, got, I'm back. And he's got a supermodel wife. Right. If anything could tempt you to be at, back right. at home, and probably someone paying someone to raise the kids, actually, and, and she, still couldn't. She do makes it. more than he does. Right. She's isn't a that, supermodel. Isn't that insane? And he still said, "I gotta go back. I gotta go back. I'm not done. I gotta give. I got. I still got some in me. I'm not done, dude. <sighs> All right." So I'm going to jump into these. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about Razor Ramon, sons. We got to talk about this. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. He'll always be Razor Ramon to me. But yes, yeah, Scott Hall uh, passed away. What last week? Um, this week, Monday. So somebody wrote in. They said, "Well, Scott Hall passing away." I was hoping that both of you could discuss where you think he ranks in wrestling history. Mm. So I well, it, okay. So that's different. So. In wrestling history, mm-hmm. he's the catalyst for probably the biggest storyline in history. Oh, with NWO. With the NWO. He changed the game. He did. He changed what wrestlers were able to do. They were getting screwed by Vince. They jumped ship, got the real contract. So 
in that regard, he's part of the biggest storyline and some of the biggest changes in history. He's he single handedly was the start of the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. Now, as an individual wrestler, I think he rates probably top three to never be the heavyweight champion. Okay. So, who else would, would fall in that game? I don't know. So, no. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Razor Ramon. Um, I, I saw a list the other day, and I, I'm, I'm drawing yeah. a blank right no, now. No, he, he's definitely uh, up there. But he never had the big one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nash did. Hogan did. Triple H did. Ultimate Warrior. Did he yeah, he ever, did. He, he had yep, the heavyweight he did. belt? He sure did. Yep. He beat Hogan. What about Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Right, R- Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had the NWA championship okay. back in the day. I did with love against Ricky Flair. The Man, he was, See, I was a Flair guy, so I hated Dragons. But I still loved him though. He was just one about, of the first high flyers. Did like, Arn ever have really it? Good one. Arn never had it. I don't think Arn did. That, no. that's a good, he's a great one. Yeah, there was a good list the other day of people, and, I, and I'm drawing a blank right now. But so the way that I put uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Oh, John says he's top 100. Well, definitely he's top 100. Absolutely. But Razor Ramon as a gimmick, as a heel, to me is top five maybe. Really? Well, I think he made it cool to be the bad guy. And it was so just... I bought it from day one as yeah. a kid. I loved, I loved the toothpick. And, and it was perfect. It was back when the cocaine cowboys were running wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was just so... If you go back, in a lot of ways, it was stereotype racism, but it's best Vince was the king of that. Yes. Let's come up with the cocaine dealing Cuban. Yes. <laughs> Tony Montana. That's yeah, what, which is right. where he based exactly. the character. And then, uh, so yeah, but uh, I would, see, John says top 100. I would say probably, oh, I don't know if I want to say top 50, but probably really close to top 50. But I think his legacy is bigger than his individual gimmick. Because, yeah. again, he, he was the first to jump ship, then Nash jumped ship. But it was it was Razor who came through the crowd, mm-hmm. asked Scott Hall, took the mic, and said, you know me. Yeah. Hey, yo, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's he's in the uh, Hall of Fame twice. Yes. For the Razor Ramon. Right. And, and as, as the NWO. NWO. Right. As and that's where people, uh, which kills me. It's one of my biggest pet peeves in wrestling when people give Hogan NWO credit. Right. I just I don't give him any. Right. Why Hogan? He just well, ra- he piggybacked. Let's see. And I got to disagree because I think it was the greatest heel turn ever. But he piggybacked off what? What I'm but, talking about is what Nash and Razor built. But up. but I think it set it off because it was that first Great American Bash pay per view. They didn't know who the third man was. Oh, Hogan yeah, comes to the ring. You think he's going to make the save? And he, no, when he came yeah. back out after Yes, he came he back the out the next day. Yeah. And then he became Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood. And who would have ever? Vince never had the balls to turn Hogan. I guess Hogan had that gimmick. He went to Vince years before and said, turn me. Oh, I bet he was ready. And Vince wouldn't do it. Well, see, here's the mayor coming in saying that even Hogan says they saved Well, there's no career. doubt it saved his career. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying but he was huge. And to make that I mean, turn he, he's was massive. huge in it. But, God, dude, I just, I don't know, man. There's something about Razor that I always felt, excluding his in-ring, because I don't think he was the greatest performer, uh, but, like the but, greatest worker. Okay, so let me challenge you on that. Yeah. Was he? Because you got to remember, he's six seven, six eight. Was big he boy. one of the best big man ever? He did some crazy stuff. Have you ever watched that Shawn Michaels ladder match? Yeah. Oh yeah, like dude, that's insane no, what he, he did, did to he, be that he was size. Very athletic. 
He you was know. super athletic. And I was watching a thing, though, when you think about how big he was, there's a picture of him with uh, Undertaker and, and yeah. even Kevin Nash. Yeah. That shows you how big Kevin Nash right. is. Because, you know, Scott Hall next to Kevin Nash looks... Right. Five inches short. Average size. Right. And he's fucking humongous. But I don't know, man. I just remember as a kid, literally, watching. And Razor was the first heel that I really liked. So, and he put people over. Like, you remember when he, he made Sean Walton. Sean Walton was the one, two, three kid who did nothing, and he jobbed to him on Raw. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, who is this kid? You know? Yeah. And if you listen, if it, people, a lot of people will never listen to Scott, like, in interviews, because he wasn't as big, and he had a lot of problems, like yeah. a lot of people do. Right. Um, he burned a lot of bridges. But his wrestling intellect is was there. genius. It was so I, there. I heard him backstage at our shows. He, he was at probably the first three of our four shows. Yeah, me and Brooke met him. We went to uh, Rome with uh, Marcus uh, Buff when he was wrestling at a show with literally six people in Rome. Right. And we got a picture. Brooke was super big pregnant, and we took it because Griffin knew love right. Buff, you know, from back in the day. And so Buff had us go. We went backstage, and Scott, because Scott Hall's son. Cody. Was coming up right. then. And so Scott Hall walks in with uh, – X X Pack yeah. and uh, I think DDP right through the back and we're we're getting back there because we had access and all of them walked by and I turned to Brooke I'm like it's fucking Razor Ramon I didn't care about the other right <laughs> exactly and they're legends right but I said that's fucking Razor Ramon yeah. Brooke was like holy shit I was yeah like, that's the fucking man yeah he couldn't barely he's walk the bad anymore. guy oh, dude the fucking right bad guy, <laughs> it was so great. I hate, dude, and it sucks the way that he died. That he goes in for a broken hip and fucking blood clots and has three hearts. Yeah, I'm sure he just wrecked his body, man. But what I respected, and no one's really dove into it, though, was Kevin Nash kind of talked about it, that as soon as the family found out, they said, well, as soon as we get there, we're pulling the plug. Right. Because he didn't want it. Right. He had been blatant. Yes. And I respect the family respecting his wishes. Because yes. if he said, look, when, it's, when I'm done, don't right. fucking... Keep bringing me back from the edge. And there was just, no bringing him back. Oh, for sure. I mean, three heart attacks and whatever. <sighs> that just fucking sucks. Because you got to think, he's had countless surgeries. Right. And just one little blood clot. Right. That can, you know. It's crazy. But I hate it. But that kind of ties into, so have you heard the new... Uh, the new big thing, uh, Buff's moving in with DDP. He's in there. I saw it. I saw some stills of the show. I know they're doing a reality show. Yeah, to uh, change or die. Yes. And so Butterbean's there. Fucking Butterbean, dude. I fought on one of his uh, cards in uh, Coleman, Alabama. Yeah, so Butterbean's in the house, a couple of other people. Is he just trying to lose weight or something? I guess so. He's I think it's just DDP now. just trying to get people back on track. Dude, DDP's made a brand, dude. Shark Tank passed on DDP. Dude, anyway. how stupid. They passed on He him. says it's the best thing ever happened to him, that they don't know half of his stuff. Oh, what? And it gives he, him the freedom to do whatever he wants to now. And then he went on Rogan, made Rogan cry? Yeah, dude. hundred million people. One of, the best, one of the best Rogan episodes ever. Dude, DDP went in there and laid the big dick to Joe Rogan. Yes. Joe Rogan's balling. He shows yes. him the story about the guy. That, yeah, Arthur. You know, yes. The first guy couldn't even walk. Yeah. And, Fucking DDP out there just smoking for And told, have you ever watched, have you watched the documentary they just did on that, on DDP? On oh, the, the DDP I, yoga? I've watched that. Um, I can't remember what it's called it's now. About, isn't it like Savage or something, something like that? Something like that. But like he, he, he was about to lose everything trying to get it going. He mortgaged his home because he believed so much in DDP yoga and Dude, he's got finally like a took off. year old wife. Yeah. Yeah. 
She loves him for him, though. Yes, she <laughs> loves him for him. Dude, him and man, I mean, DDP looks great physically, but people forget how late in life he oh, started. Oh yeah, dude, he's almost seventy. Dude, he was forty. Right, I mean, he broke. He was like yeah. thirty nine. Right, he didn't have this like long John Cena career. No. He, caught, he was a manager. He got put over, though, and he was like, I'm fucked. And you know why they put him over? You know who put him over? Who was it? Scott Hall. I did not know Scott that. Hall did the first was the first big-time job. He did the job to him and put DDP over. You know, that's my, maybe that's why he had such a soft spot for yeah, Scott. Yeah, probably. Oh, he you said know? that before. He said that a hundred times. That, that's his guy. Yeah, that Scott, he, there would be no DDP without Scott putting his stamp on him. See, I mean, that right there bumps uh, fucking Razor up even more to yeah. me. But uh, yeah, so the buff thing though is interesting, right? Because I'm buddy, I'm friends with Mark. <clears throat> I know how he works. Him, he was on the show Gigolos. A yes. lot of people don't know that. Yes. He flew out to Vegas when we trained together. Is when he did that show. Yes. And he comes back and he was like, "Holy shit, man! It is realer than you think." Right. And it was like a Showtime show. Yes. It was everything but, you know. And so we had always talked about, you know, like. If he had the right angle and the right show, and if he's right in the head, which I think DDP will make. Yes. The question him. is going to be, is Mark getting sober because Mark has hit his rock bottom? Or is it or for is TV? Ma- right. And that won't last. That's how I got an, I'm, that's where I was kind yes, of going. Because he, he, he's a used car salesman. And his body's destroyed. Right. I mean, he's got fake shoulders, fake right. knees, fake hips. There's nothing real left. Yeah, yeah, there's no coming back. This isn't a comeback to wrestling. This is, hey, how do I figure out what's next in my life stage? And be able to walk without right. pain and shit. exactly. You know? But he can't take much more either. Like, that's what scares me about Mark, and it scares everybody that cares about him, that knows him, is uh, the next one. Yes. You know, because the guy has had 15 lives. Dude, as many car he's had so... He crushed it. His whole face has been rebuilt. Yeah. He still hand That's right. the thing that kills me, right? Even Brooke, she'd talk about it, because... I mean, I'm, I, of course, I always put Mark over because he's a buddy. He's got his problems like everybody else, but he's a handsome son of a bitch yeah. still, as old as he is, and he smells wonderful, and he's got the best breath I've ever smelled on. Right. His breath, smell it smells fake. Yeah, it's just... there's some, Dude, the guy's just blessed. He's got to come to the stage. We need the real Mark. We need the no longer bleach black Oh, no, hair. it's not bleach black. It is oh, yeah, Sharpie I mean, dyed black. black. Oh, just yeah. for men to shit. Yeah, and it's just... Dude, I went and picked when we went to Rome. We had trained the day before. So I saw his facial hair the day before, I saw his hairline, and everything. And this is, I mean, this is, goes for all old wrestlers that hang on. Yes. They all do. This yes. isn't just Mark. This is every fucking one of them you watch. I mean, I go and we meet up to follow him. And all of a sudden, dude, he's got the hairline restored. And I'm like, dude, what if you sweat? Because, I mean, they put the turf, right. the marker, everything, dude, that the, the Fucking painted on. I'm thinking so, but I'm worried that if he gets this chance from here's where I'm worried. You get this one shot with DDP. If you fuck him, you're done. Yes, he'll, I, he'll murder. He'll I, he'll bury you. I'm hoping his last enabler, God rest her soul, was Judy, and I maybe that was she his was wake. And that was his, and that was his wake up call. Maybe you know she not being around anymore was his wake up call. He's got to get together. You know he shot his dad. Yeah, I know. I so very close with that family. Okay. So I'm very familiar with a it's lot crazy. of it. Yes, yeah, crazy a story. Fucking nuts story. Yeah. Jeez. 
It's incredible. And his dad was a bad mofo. It was basically the mafia, the Dixie Mafia. For the <laughs> the backwoods were rough. And weren't they like a lumber? Yeah. Well, they owned lumber a lumber company. I think time. that was just the. Uh, of, of course, that was the, the front. front. Yeah. <laughs> that was the front. Of course. So he's had. I don't know if anyone's had and lost money more times than him and his yes, life. Yes. Yes. Even as a kid, right? Like the roller coaster. Yes. Yes. Of you want to talk to somebody that's seen it from having millions yeah. to zero yes. dollars. That fucking guy. But what's always killed me is he has never even had the door, like, Vince has never even. So he's like the one guy that, like, because, you know, he he was the first, when WWE bought WCW, mm-hmm. him and Booker T were the first match ever. Oh, yeah, in Seattle or something. And then, in Tacoma. Then he was gone. Yeah. I don't know what he did. Jim Ross recently talked about it on his podcast. I saw a clip of it. Oh, yeah. Jim and him have and history about that. Dude, when he was done, when Vince... Vince has brought back people that have fucked him over. A bunch, a bu- which is what I'm saying. And so I don't know what Buff did. Vince was just like... I think his mom called Vince or some shit. Some well, that, dumb shit like well, that. Well, there's rumor that they, they addressed that. I have to find that little podcast yeah. clip where... It was recent. Yeah. And, um, and so... But it just like I've waited all these years. I've waited at Royal Rumbles. Yes, to see Buff right. run out of the back just, just one time, and they haven't even sent no. him an email about it. No, like, there's nothing. Yeah, Vince was done, and he's done. But that's happened. Like I mean, he, here's the crazy part. So before I met you and met someone that had a wrestling promotion <coughs> that I knew personally. The only uh, independent shows I'd ever been to, I'd went and watched him wrestle. And they were shit. Right, shit shows. I'm talking about shit. Right. Embarrassed. Right. Embarrassed me. Right. Not, not him, because he's still at least wrestling. Right. But me, in the crowd, I got my wife and my son. My wife's huge pregnant. My son still sees Buff Bagwell, NWO, fucking Monday Night Wars, who when I was in college, I loved Buff Bagwell. Buff. He was. I loved it when he was when we had a big pop of pumper together, dude. Fucking champions. So Griffin sees that, you know, the right here, all that, and then if you go to those, and then you go to Southern Honor, you're like, oh, so the independent isn't just the same, right? There are levels to even the independent, the indie game, yeah. And so to even put your show over more, and I'm not tooting your horn, you know this, but. So, uh, Fire Marshal Bill went to Columbus. Yes, this past weekend took the took the kids because you know uh, Jakey loves right. Southern Honor, son. He loves wrestling. Insane about it. And so they take him to a house show for WWE. Yes, and he came back and was like, "I think Gary shows are better." <laughs> yeah, because house shows show. are different. Than, right, they're different. Than, totally than TV shows. Totally different. And totally I told different. him that, like, I was like, "Oh, you went to a house show where they're not taping it." Yes, they got. You know, the young guys right. coming on. You yeah, know, there's the, no storylines no, being advanced. This is work time for the yes. guys to give them any yes. exposure. But it is a, if you think you're going to Raw yeah, or no, you're not. Hell in a Cell yeah, or, or something. SmackDown, you're not. No. But that's a huge testament to you guys. Yeah. That's how good the shows are. Did you are. hear the announcement I made today? No, I've been following. So I saw a couple things, and then I saw you saying out of respect to the guy, you were going to yeah. wait till he was ready. Yeah. But is it... uh is it is it correct the one that I saw of like the is it about the admission or yeah, is that just, wrong? Oh, show's free. That's awesome. No admission. Price prices are high. Inflation's out of control. 
So we're just going to put on a show for everybody free. Come on, check it out. Dude, that's going to be nuts. It's going to be You you guys literally lit a guy on fire. We lit a guy on fire last show. I was asking Fire Marshal Bill about this Wednesday. We were together. I was like, uh, how'd you feel about that? Because he's a fire marshal. Yes. And he was like, it was uncomfortable. I was concerned because that's it's not. There's so many things like there's so many because Farmer looks. So that's what he does. So it was the first time that I woke up Friday morning and was nervous. And and I really wasn't nervous about the guy being set on fire. What I was nervous about was curtains go up. The the mat, the mat catches on fire. Next thing you know, yeah. Next thing you know, the drop ceilings on fire. And so yeah, I was super nervous, and it went pretty good. (sighs) We straight up set him on fire. That's fucking nuts, dude. I that was, was after they had stuck skewers in his face. The fire, though. Dude, you can't come back from the fire. Now, what, that gets out the of gossip hand. plate was the thing to me. So you know what a gossip plate is? Yeah. It's the big steel. Mm-hmm. They shoved that into his arm, skewers in his head, then doused him with lighter fluid and just set him so on fire. So is this a guy that's obviously... He's one of my camera guys. So he's not like a hardcore... Uh, that was his first hardcore match ever. He's training. Some of these guys he's been training to be a deathmatch wrestler, and he's been begging us to do a match. So he said, "Sure, we're going to set you on fire." Because you know, like the bushwhackers. Yes, those guys would do the real like knife wrestling yes. matches yes. and stab each other. Yeah. So no, he's just a uh, crazy kid Fucking that we set on fire for fifty dollars. All right. Well, I got to get to these before we get out of here. Um, Scott Hall. All right. I mean, listen. Got to give him the straight up truth. Hey guys, big fan. Recently I took my shot and asked the woman that I've liked oh. for years to go on a date. Mm-hmm. Been friends for a long time. She declined. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do I do now? Well, you should have been like, I just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're Shit. ugly. I don't <laughs> uh, you took your shot, so props. Yeah. And the consequences of taking that shot are the friendship's probably over. Um, because your pride's not going to allow you to be around her, and she's going to feel awkward. And so guess what? You move on being pumped that you're a fucking man enough to not live your life wondering what if you took your shot, and sometimes you swing and you miss. Yeah. But the point is you went to the you, – you swing. Is yeah, that a I, word, swing? I agree. You, you, you want to get out of the friend zone. Yeah. There's only one way to get out, to find out. Always if, swing the back because you might something. just hit. I tell you something I hate in baseball. I, like I'm never going to take a walk. Mm-hmm. You're gonna swing I, I'm going to swing because I, I might connect every now oh, and then. Oh, for sure. But so to him, I, I mean, I would, I'm about right there with you. Like, look, dude, you took a shot. It's never going to be the same, right? Like, no, that's gone. Like, Toodles. She's not, she's not going to look at you like one of the girls no. now because she knows you want to fuck, right? And that's fine. And she should have known you wanted to fuck anyway. Yeah, of course, she knew. In the Guys and girls can't be friends. It, now it's public, record. right? Exactly. You know, the, the gangster thing is that she just straight up declined. Did she give him a reason? I wish I, I wish I knew. Yeah, write back in and tell us. But uh, what was the reasoning? How'd you go about asking? You should have called. You, I think yeah. your first mistake was you should have came to us first, given us the details on how to ask. Yeah. We would have set you up, kind of like they do on the Burt Show, mm-hmm. the texting. Oh yeah, Aid. I think we could have set you up on that because. You know, yeah. Not that I have any game. Let me make that very clear. No, but, but we would give you. We'd have right. a better shot had you right. talked in advance, and we had yeah. the details because, I mean, depending on how deep you were in the friend zone, we could have told you that's never going to happen. Right? Or you could have just blindsided her too. Like she could have just not expected it. Yeah. You, you got to start planting those seeds. Either way, bro. That's that's a wrap now. But that's fine. Yeah. You know, hey, that hey, you're a man. Of my, you're a champion in my book. Yep. We're trying. <sighs> All right. So this this one's fucking hilarious. Hello, champions. 
What are your thoughts on the new corona variant that's sweeping through Europe and headed directly our way? No, oh, so I didn't even know there was <laughs> one. But here's my thoughts, and I have said this from day one. Write that down. Write th- so it is write this down. I've been yeah. saying it wrong. Well, Motherfucker. We say both of them. All right, here's the deal. Write this down. What's the date, Dave? St. Paddy's Day. Yes. 318? 318. Bless you, not me. Write this down. Corona is gone until after the midterms. That's November. <sighs> as soon as the midterms are over, winter moves back in, and they're going to blame the new variants on the cold and it all firing back up again. So this might be the seed planting that is going on, but mm-hmm. we are good until the November elections. Yeah. Uh, or 317. Sorry. As Thank soon, as soon as the elections are over, COVID's coming back. I've said that from day one. So here's my answer is... I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm so. I oh, care. I don't give a two. Yeah, I don't give I, a fuck. Fuck. You're not gonna like. I don't give a shit about yeah, this. I don't. So, I haven't it, gave a fuck since day one. None of us. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. There's nothing to do about it. If it's gonna be a residual cold and shit, then it yeah. is what it is. And yeah. I, gonna, I tell you how minuscule it is now. I saw the other day just scrolling through something that I guess Obama has COVID. Yeah. And like it's like imagine a year ago had Obama had COVID. Yeah. People would be losing their minds going crazy. Oh, yeah. But now, it's now just, they, they know he's going to be fine. Right. Now it's just... I don't know. I just don't care. I so, didn't even know there was one. I hate to... I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings. It's fucking Brooke shit popping off on here. Because she's linked to this fucking thing. Um, all right. So... All right. We got a couple more. Uh, here, dude, this one's interesting. I don't know where this is... Uh, what they're wanting to hear here. But, uh, Gary, when you were a young pastor... Were there things that you had to do in that role that maybe you didn't agree with or feel right about? I don't know what they're sniffing at there, but that's an interesting question. I don't know there was ever things that I had to do that I didn't feel right about, but I think there's things that 24 years later, my beliefs aren't necessarily the same. My ideologies are not necessarily the same. And so giving the same scenario now, I would handle them different. And I and I can't necessarily even think of something off the top of my head. Sure. But I mean, I've never really been one to do something that I didn't agree with. My 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 views have changed. The more I've read the Bible, mm-hmm. the more I've studied the life of Christ, the more I've been around other people and and um taken my denominational glasses off, um, my views have changed. So I, I don't know that anything made me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, um, so. Well, there you go. That's your fucking answer, son. Listen, you learn in every, any job. You learn you and do. you grow. Yeah, I mean, that shit's going to change with time. Um, all right. What are each of your thoughts on premarital sex? Mm. How would you talk to teens about it? Cool. All right. Well, this obviously is from a woman, just to say premarital so, sex. So this is another issue <laughs> where... I mean, I can answer for Go it. ahead, you answer. I got to process on my thoughts. Well, see, and here, here's going to be a different thing, right? I've got boys, right? And I hate. I know that's going to upset people. Right? Yeah, I'm, I hate yeah. Um, machismo, fucking yeah. male chauvinist. But it's a different conversation, right? I would imagine. I don't have girls, yeah. so I don't know. Um, but with uh, you know, I've had to have it with uh, you know my oldest, who's in the prime, and he's seventeen. Right. I had to start having that talk when he was thirteen, and it's. Uh, it's more now where 
I look back when I was what I was told by my who my dad was old school. He was like, uh, "Hey, here, wear a condom. Have a good day." Right. You know, boom. That's it. Right. Where now there's a lot more at stake with all the social media, all the phones, yes. the video, the pictures that you can be fucked before your life starts. And I mean, just right. it's a wrap. You know, if you got titty pictures and that girl and you break up and her right. dad sees the titty pictures, you're going to be arrested. Yes. And that's just the way it is. But, you know, I'm not naive enough to be like, you're not allowed to have sex. Like, I can't speak on it as, you know, eloquently, I'm sure, as you can biblically, but I'm just like, you know, dude, you need to think about it. It's yeah. a big, uh, well, and it's I a think, life changer. Well, and but, this is one of the views I think have changed for me. So, 20-something years ago, I would have been dogmatic, it's wrong, sex is for marriage. Sure. I, the Bible talks a little about sex mm-hmm. and a little about those things. Yeah. And I think there's some biblical principles that we pull out to draw those conclusions, so I'm not saying they're wrong. Sure. But I will say that I don't think biblically it's as dogmatic as we have made it out to be. Mm-hmm. The reality is, and Christine's helped me realize this a lot too, we can preach it all day long. <laughs> they're going to do what they do. And yeah, they're going to so do you, what... So I, I think it's them. it's educating them on, man, you don't, don't put yourself... Especially our daughter, don't put yourself in a position... Where you have to do something you're uncomfortable sure. with, um, with our sons, if you're doing that, use protection. With our daughter, if sure, I mean, talk about yeah, it, but of course, use protection. Um, you know, God, it's got to be a more difficult talk for a, a male with your daughter compared to a male. Yeah, with your daughter. I, mean, I mean, it was still weird, but I mean, I know it sounds fucking show, but it was just here's the also though. But I'm also going to say this: women are the biggest hoes as a man are. Oh, for sure. Let's but just I'm be just honest. saying, like, so, but it is like the thought of my son railing some girl doesn't bother me. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I That's can't. What you're so the like. other bothers me so much that I can't get the words oh, out I of can, my mouth. I can obviously so, see it. So, yes. like, it, it infuriates me. I bet. And so, I I won't handle it well. Yeah. And I can't imagine you would handle it. No, well. I'm not. I, I won't handle. I mean, it. you like, called out the boyfriend at church. Well, I didn't, did I? Well, I mean, you just told a story. I just yeah, told yeah, a story. You got to say, hey, tell me. And you're not wrong. Right. That's a, dude, I've always been that way, though. You need to say hello. Right. It's it your job hand. to come say hello to me. I mean, it's Griff, not my Griffin's job. had two girlfriends in his right. life, and both the dads have loved him because he right. would shake their hand, look them in the face every time he sees them. And you should do that. You should say that to the mom and the dad. You know, you right. should acknowledge the parents right. immediately. Right. Shake if, the if, dad's hand, pop the mom in the ass, and just get on with and it. And you know why it's good? And that's why I always say to people about the, uh, <clears throat> people ask me all the time about the asking for the hand in marriage or talking to the, the father, right? Like, I'm kind of traditional about that. I went and talked to Brooke's dad, and we had already had a kid together before we got married. Right. <clears throat> but I was, you know, telling Griffin, like, Part of that, and the same with a, a boyfriend coming and talking to the dad, is showing you've got the balls to be in an right. uncomfortable position yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Because I'm going to respect that. I was a kid, yeah. too, dude. I, I asked Rick before I married, I, I, I proposed to Christine. It's not about that. It's about... Now, he okay. could have said, no, I'm still going to do it. Of course. But it was just a matter of honoring him by asking. And you got the balls to have this horrible, awkward conversation for a second. And that's what... The same thing with the boyfriend can coming you, and talking um, to you. Can you block Christine on this thread? <laughs> 
Oh, so good. So, yeah, that dude, I mean, it's got to be tough with you. You're, you definitely are going to be a tough one to crack. Like, you got to play the middle ground. So, it's weird. I didn't, so I, my oldest daughter, I'm divorced, so I wasn't, yep. and she didn't date a lot when she was in high school. So, I wasn't around that process a lot. Man, I don't handle it well when it comes to Emily, man. Of course. And it's weird how I don't handle it well. And I, 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 I'm probably unbalanced in it, but like it legit's not an act. Like I legit know what I wanted to do when I was a teenager. Oh, me too. And as an adult, (laughs) I'm a, like, no motherfucker. Don't even look or fucking six six inches away and I will bitch slap the fuck out of you. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm not good with it at all. Dude, it's rough, man. I mean, I had, uh, I, I just can't imagine. And Brooke, still right now she would she would love to have another kid to give me a girl yeah you need i a think girl. i can only produce boys yeah. I, don't, I don't think i'd be another boy well and i'm old man i don't think i can do it anymore well man. for me I, I i just want them gone oh i'm the same dude i'm like people are like man my kids i don't want to start forever over. i'm like no you're no. living here forever son y'all better have your ass up. yeah man, right yeah my parents Kick, made me kick rocks. I was fucking 17. Yeah. No, you're Carolina. not staying. No, I'm not having this. You live to your right. The fact that Misty says I'm wrong lets me know I was right. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. 100%. All right. We got uh, we got time for one, maybe two more. Um, so I don't know how much you're following this. So Kim Kardashian, you know she's dating Pete Davidson. Yes. So uh, A lot of current events tonight. This guy, uh, well, dude, people are sending this shit in. Basic... Uh, so I didn't even know this. Pete Davidson got Kim branded on his body. What do you think about that? Well, I didn't know that either. So uh, he went and got a brand of Kim Kardashian. And how long have they been dating? I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I think. I think look at that little wiry, methed out looking yeah. thing. And he gets to slap Kim Kardashian's ass. At the end of the day... Like, I'm sure he did. I, I'm sure she put something on him that he's never had before. And he went and got a tattoo or whatever. I was like, you know what? I, I get it. I, I do. I understand. I'm not surprised. Well, it, it fits his history. He's had two. Di- he had Ariana Grande tattooed on him. No. And that didn't work out. The girl before that, same way. So he's he's a serial. Like, no, I see. Marker. I didn't even know that. So um, Supposedly, he's got a huge cock. That's wow. what he's known for. Pete Davidson, oh. huge cock. Oh. Like, Dongster, really? Huge. Like long dong silver, long dong dick, king dong. Now you know his dad was killed in nine eleven. I did not know. I did know that. Now that you mention it, yeah. So he's he's got like some depression, but he does comedy. But he's also kind of crazy, and he bangs Kim Kardashian, and he's got a huge cock. So it's a smorgasbord. It's never going to work out, son. I mean, not just long-term. write it down. It's not going to be long. How so about brand, he sent Kanye the picture, dude? Kanye is killing himself with how he's acting though. Like he's he thinks that how he's acting is ever going to get Kim, but no. Oh, Christine said he got branded. That's what I said. A brand. Oh, so like is a brand, brand. like what you do with like a with cow? a cow? Oh, I thought I just thought we were talking tattoo. No brand. So that ass was that incredible because it looks incredible. I get it. I've not seen it naked. I mean, they've built it well. It's yeah. Been engineered. So so he saw that. Even though he's hung like a mule, he's like brand me right now. I'm in forever. That's that's hardcore right there, dude. 
That dude, I'm telling you, I'm not the only one that knows this. Wow, Misty and Christine know all the gossip. Ariana had his dad's firefighter badge number tattooed on her. All right, so both of you chime in, and you don't have to say the exact words, but is he not known for having a humongous cock? I don't want to sound like... My wife will say she doesn't know, but she probably does know because Misty and her probably talk about his long dong. If she knows that he's branded, they know whether he's got a big dong. Yeah, they know he's long dong silver. It's kind of legend. I didn't know. See, I don't... That is... I am not a celebrity person. I don't keep up... That's why this one's kind of throwing me tonight. I don't keep up a lot of celebrity current events. So does the brand... Going from tattoo to brand, are you extrapolating how good... Yeah, I'm just one because right. it is a huge leap. That's insanity. Brand, they can laser the tattoo off. That yeah. fucking scarring, no, no, that shit's forever. It's there forever. Deep must be good. Misty says rumor has it, so Misty knows about that big dong. Yeah, see, told you, Pete. Obviously, got a dong on him. Hey, I mean, if you're going to like, let's. I, I'm not saying she does anal sex. Yes, but if Kardashian does anal sex. You gotta have a dong to get it in. Oh, that caboose is big, right? So. You know what I mean. Like I'm not even getting into the ins- like mine's just gonna be between cheeks. Oh, that's for sure. how it's not long at all. Yeah, yes. yeah. There's not gonna be any penetration. Yeah, no way. But her her uh, rumper, Christine, apparently just googled about his penis size and got nothing. I'm not buying it. I do have those um, restrictions on the internet at the house yeah. where she can't be looking up man dong. Oh, okay. so that's probably why it came back like that. <sighs> All right, so that covers that. Chris Brown. Um, I think we got. I mean, we. There's one more question. I don't even know if I want to. I mean, I'm sure, I don't even want to ask it because we're just. I think you're just going to tell him to kick rocks too. Well, we might as well ask it now, right? We got time. All right, so hey guys, I just want to get this off my chest. The hypocrisy of religious people is obnoxious. How can someone claim? To have been forgiven of their sins, yet be judgmental of others and withhold their own forgiveness. So clearly this guy's done something to someone, and they're not forgiving him. Well, people are assholes. So, I mean, like, what do you... Like, people are assholes, they hold grudges, and they don't live like Jesus, and it's easy to talk about forgiveness, but it's hard to live it out. And and it definitely is. It is what it is. I mean, and it's not just religious right. people. No, that's, yeah, that's every, not a re- that's, that's not just, a religious person that's thing. Every that's people. just human nature. People suck. Yeah, it's it's every person has that. And if someone whoever doesn't, I want to meet them. That doesn't uh, hold any grudges and yeah. forgives every person. Yeah, I like. I'm a pretty forgiving dude, and I got some grudges that I don't know that I can let go of. Oh, for sure. Me too. Yeah. I'm the same way, dude. I'm, I, I got some people I want to bash nice. their fucking heads in. There are some things that I just can't, and I could even say I've forgiven them, but yeah. I know inside. Right. Oh, I know it would I take nothing know. to light it back up. Yeah, and that that's. Oh, difference. I forgive them. Oh, just saw them. I have, they're no longer forgiven. I forgot yeah. what they oh, look I like. Oh, I forgive them publicly. Yes. Yes. So everybody. So I allow them to. I have forgiven them enough that they get to live. Which is where, which is what I enjoy uh, when you're uh, preaching. You're like, all right, so here's going to get to the point where most of y'all are liars. <laughs> <laughs> well, church is just full of liars. I know, but it's just hilarious because that's basically what this question's saying. But that's not just religious yeah. people. This is I, my I, point. Like that's everybody. I don't here. know that any other pastors could get away with saying some of the stuff that I say. And our crowd just is like, we roll with it, dude. I'm telling you. Some, I, I look around at the crowd, and even there's a couple times where people are like, the majority of people are like, oh, that's just gay. But there's a few people that are like, whoa, he's like that. He's in serious business. 
When I called the people out on the camera last week, there were some groans. Oh, some so people funny. didn't like that. But they needed to be called out. Of course. Here's the funny. You're talking shit, but you get the log shows that you logged into the show to watch it every week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and you're that, you just can't do that. You're absolutely going right. to call them out. Right. But, I mean, the rest of the stuff, too, I mean, it's usually 100% true. You know, when people are fucking, they're liars or they're actors. Right. You know? Which is like you know, I put I put that out there about you know how much we've enjoyed the church because I you know I grew up in church and I took a long break from church right when I went through all of my shit yeah because church sucks I'm talking about big C it just sucks I mean well once you open your eyes right whether it's self inflicted or right uh, you know when you go through like real yeah and you have to rebuild from the bottom up. And don't get me wrong, action sucks too. Sure. I mean, we, we don't handle no. I mean, we don't handle every situation right, and the people don't handle every situation right. But no, but you're, I think overall, it's, it's they get it. No, but you get what you say you get. You, right, you've got service at you know, right. You show up. Yeah, we got, we're gonna throw down. Yeah, we're for not creating. An hour a, we're not creating. A, we're not creating a Christian ghetto where you got to be not, here every night of the week. We're not gonna have a. A Sunday school, no like, a research class. I don't where we're want really all that. All gonna bullshit and lie about no. how good shit is, and that's not gonna happen. Uh, so that's what I appreciate about it. But also, there's something to it, and I know some people. It, it I don't know. Maybe it turns them off, and and it's just hey, things are for some people, and they're not for others. But to me, it's nice to be amongst a group where, you know, most of them will be like, yeah, I've done that shit too. <laughs> right. Well, I've mad done worse than that. Right. I ain't done it. I'm gonna do someone I'll leave. All my way here today. Yeah. So there's something to that that is refreshing and uh good, you know, for me just to see that because I was so used to the Amy Lynn, she ha- she attends Bedside Baptist, former pastor's wife. Oh mm, yeah, she she she's seen the ugly of I ministry. Like so yeah. Yeah, I mean that's great, but I mean it's a uh, it's a refreshing thing. I mean I've got a couple people that have actually reached out to me that are saying they're gonna um, come and visit because I put it out and told everybody you can sit with me and Brooke. I'd yeah, love, that'd be awesome. It's Just a check good, it out. It's a good group of people. Yeah, and dude, see for yourself. Yeah. Decide for yourself is all that. No bells and know. whistles. No, but I mean, and no lovey dovey Christiany crap <clears throat> either. Yeah, I saw someone recently who I really love, and I'm kind of I've grown to have be friends with them. And they checked in at a church. And I'm like, well, that's a new church. They haven't been going there long. And for a brief second, I was like, man, I wonder why they didn't stop in here and at least check it out one Sunday. And then I got, to, I thought, you know what? As much as I love them, probably not the place for them. They're still sweet people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're not jaded enough to end up at Action Church sure. yet. Sure. Wow. And so... Dude, I think it's awesome, man. We've we've been enjoying the shit out of it. And, uh, we love having you. Again, guys. I want to tell everybody, hey, we'd I'd love to have you go check it out with us. You know, I know how weird it is for a lot of people just to go to a new church, right? Like it was very right. nice, easy for us because I knew you, you knew everybody, right? We knew Rick, we knew Christine, yeah, Heather, all these people. So it was it was pretty seamless. But you know, if people don't know him, though, if you know Uncle Randy, son, you can sit right there with us. Yeah, check it out. All right, so we will be back again in uh, in a month, sons. Get and, those questions uh, in. Get some topics in. Get them in, and uh, we will cover them. And uh, old dude that uh, took a shot, hey, send us more details, sons. We'll, yeah. We'll dive hey, deep And we're proud this. of you. We are. I mean, dude, I'll, I'll always give I have, props to people dude, that Dude, you took the shot. You're not going to live the... If you hadn't taken the shot 20 years from now, you're always like, what if? Oh, and you'd... 
about 20 more years of blue balls and being right. in the friend zone, exactly. you've lost your mind. Right, so exactly. So now you know. Over with. All right, y'all. Well, we will uh, catch y'all uh, later. See you. Talk to you guys later. Boom. All right, let me hit here. And...